welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. My name is David Cowlishaw and I'm joined by Tony Lloyd. Hello Dave. Hark. Hark. Hark again Dave. Something about bells ringing out. Um, diamond shaped bells. Stoke City won a game of association football. I am so happy. Yeah we bloody did. <laughs> two, two bloody one. Yes, it's Swansea, top of the league, Swansea, and Stoke just, and we we went behind. They scored a goal. We let them st- score. Yeah. We had Make one. We let them have one. Then Sam bloody Clucas, the ginger lad. Actually, actually, to compare him with Frank Lampard would be unfair. Frank Lampard is the dark-haired Sam Clucas. Sam. Clucas, please sticks it in their rare bit <laughs> for one all, and then at the death, at the death, Jonesy super sub, Scotty Hogan, Hogan's heroes, he just says, "Thank you very much for that." I'm going to get three points, three actual living, breathing human <laughs> points. How's that for a stat? Three points. For Stoke, bleeding city. Oh dear! I tell you, the diamond what? is a wonderful shape, Dave. Oh, it's a wonderful shape. <laughs> I've always said this. It's a wonderful, wonderful shape. Oh, we. <laughs> Football. Football. Oh, I. Oh dear. Is that it? We're done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I, I do have a. Um, I, I know I've seen some like uh, the vloggers and the the Swansea fans on the internet. Uh, some weren't, you know, maybe best pleased with their team's performance yesterday. Certainly, it would be disappointing to lose at home to bottom of the league if you were top of the league and playing well. But um, I would want to say this to them: easy, 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 easy. What are you worried about? God, you lose. You don't win in ten games, and suddenly people start worrying. <laughs> Mugs. What a week! What a week! <laughs> oh, it's. I mean, it's too early for me to start saying I told you so, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're bottom of the league. <laughs> uh, but I, I could do that about Klukas. I could, yeah. I could probably do that about Klukas. I'm pretty sure I was defending him about Shushgate and saying that actually he's a natural finisher in midfield, which is just the kind of thing we've been after for ages. So, mm. but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that. That'd be, I'm not mm. Tom Thrower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because what Stoke uh, fandom and the online Stoke fandom needs is people who are sanctimonious <laughs> and full of their own. <laughs> Don't have any of them on Twitter. No. Uh, what 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 a week! What a week! In the words of the bare naked ladies, it's been one week since <laughs> we lost to Huddersfield Town at home late on in the absolute dumpster fire of a game that was that was supposed to be it. Nathan Jones was supposed to be gone the next morning. He he was speaking like a man who had lost his job, and it was just clear that he was going it was clear we'd have either a new manager or a caretaker manager in for this Swansea game 
and it and that was it for Nathan Jones. Then a couple of days go by, it emerges that Chris Hewton, maybe just George Burley style, took one look at us and went, "Actually, I quite like my you know p- own personal well-being. <laughs> this isn't really for me. See you later." Uh, Pulis, I, I don't think's uh, been a, a properly approached. So Nathan Jones is made to do this press conference in what seems like just a shit move from the club. Just like, you know, just like making him go out and continue to do crap bits in front of the media when they're trying to find a back room to shove him out of. But then he does a press conference. A brilliant press conference. conference. Not just any press conference. Yeah, a very honest... fronting up again always uh, but refusing to um, absolve himself and like blaming the players or the fans or uh, the owners or anyone like that uh, a brilliant press conference and then we get to Saturday and we think oh he's still here oh this is <laughs> this is awkward um, and then we fucking win <laughs> it's so stoked it's just so stoked it's fantastic it's it's funny we did we didn't do a podcast after tuesday night but it feels like we did yeah because the one we did on saturday after friday felt like that was it anyway yeah. so then when he didn't get the sack on saturday or sunday or monday and then we went into the tuesday night game it was like okay he absolutely has to yeah. win this one it was like the the nails have already been hammered in the coffin and they're at the <laughs> coffin buffing workshop in <laughs> lincoln and they they're just kind of uh just giving it a nice sheen now Buff. it's a complete coffin they're just kind of overegging the pudding now and trying to make <laughs> it the nicest looking coffin under the earth but there we go Jonesy has walked into the coughing buffing workshop and smashed it all to pieces and now they've got to start hammering the nails in again <laughs> I imagine Wizards it's of analogy, fairly, strike again a fairly well prepared coffin it's just not it's you know it's there he'll need it one day that will happen mm. either because he dies on the job hopefully in many 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 years to come <laughs> or because we lose the next five games um, but I mean, I, it, it's a week ago, near enough, with give or take a day, that I, I was saying that I still had faith and I didn't know how to back it up, and I just felt like it would come. And then obviously Tuesday broke me a bit, mm. and then on Friday when he'd done that press conference, I just, I mean, I was at, well, I think I was at lunch from work on Friday and just listened to a bit of a press conference. So I just. I just got this enormous sense of well-being that everything was going to be all right. And like this one time I've stuck to something and had some kind of faith in my own opinion. Maybe this time Mm. I might actually be right to keep sticking with it. I mean, it is early days. I don't don't want, I don't don't want to go overboard. It's, it's, yeah, it's a cliche, isn't it? But at the same time, like everyone says it's important not to get carried away. And I'm saying it myself, but actually, actually, why is it important? What's important about it? What's the outcome? If I mean, if the outcome is people setting their expectations too high, like have you been in a cave for three years with your eyes shut and your fingers in your ears? It's like our expectations have been catastrophically off the mark for ages. If the outcome is that I might get proved wrong, 
well, I've basically been wrong all season. Mm. So, like, I'm not losing anything there. Like, I've been saying we've been playing really well and the results haven't been there. So I'll just be wrong again. That's all right. Or if the outcome is, like, Sod's Law will get invoked and we'll be back to losing as a direct result of me saying that I still think we're good and we might win more games, then um, I'll absolutely take that to heart and shut up. Yeah. If you if you can't enjoy or get a bit carried away by your first win in eleven, then <laughs> the season's going to be a long one. Um, but the thing is, uh, we've had yeah we've had kind of false dawn games before, like Leeds at home last season, mm-hmm. and it, I, I get the people who say yeah don't get carried away. We we're not going to necessarily charge up the table as a result of this. Totally agree. Totally fine. I get that. But what makes this win really, really, really good is that it isn't a fluke win. It isn't like yeah. we've, we've suddenly clicked, we've suddenly changed something that meant we um, magically like clicked or gelled it all at once after kind of lurching from crisis to crisis throughout the season. There were things, there were things he did that uh, changed and helped us, but this is the diamond he's been trying to play but maybe not necessarily had the uh, courage of, of his convictions and playing at two actual strikers together uh, up front rather than Nick Powell or Tom Ince, you know, just fannying about behind the striker. Um, so that was a massive difference, two actual strikers up top. Um, and when, like, Vokes, I have been a full critic of, I, I think he's a very limited and uh, frustrating footballer, but when we, we can start a game with Gregory and Campbell and then bring those two on, that is quite yeah. exciting because Campbell, um, I'm not necessarily as in love with him as uh, a lot of people seem to be. And whilst Gregory is uh, kind of so frustrating in front of goal, they are going to knacker teams out. They are you know, going to work mm-hmm. and work uh, Campbell's pace with Gregory's kind of physicality. That, that can yeah. just bully... Uh, defences and then you bring on strikers who on paper at least have a bit more of the the predatory instinct as we saw as we saw right at the end uh, with Hogan that that's just such a useful weapon to have and also the crucial difference um, was James McLean wasn't playing at left back Bruno Martins Indy who yes also is not a left back but is more of a left back than James McLean is a left back in my opinion Mm-hmm. He was playing there, which meant we weren't getting torn apart from the right wing. I think um, Sam the Lost uh, said, we must be the only fan base in the world who gets terrified when Wayne Routledge comes up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I thought, yeah that is just, that, he's just exactly the kind of player we just poo ourselves against because Absolutely. he was a semi-competent attacking winger. <laughs> just like, but yeah, having Bruno there... And uh, it helped that there were better performances from, um, I think, Joe Allen. Fair play. Mm-hmm. Joe Allen had an excellent game. Would you say excellent? I'm going to say excellent. I'd say good. 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 Seven out of ten. Would you give him seven I, out of yeah, ten? I think, I think he built on Tuesday when I, I realised I was a bit of a lone voice, but I thought he had an all right game Yeah, I thought, he, well. I thought he did as well. I, I, uh, yeah, he certainly wasn't the uh, worst of the bad bunch on on. Tuesday, no. but yeah, better, uh, crucial block and crucial in the build-up to our equaliser. So, mm-hmm. in, involved at both ends, which you want a box-to-box midfielder to be. Should have won a penalty as well. Should have won a penalty, and there. I'll die on that hill. 
a, a pissing midfield of Ndai, Etebo, Klukas, and please be the the return of good Joe Allen. We've got to win the league. <laughs> we might. I th- yeah, why not? Dare to dream. I think that's what Nathan Jones is for. Yeah. He's given us permission to have dreams. And I mean, I, I completely agree with everything you've just said. Like nearly every game this season so far, whenever a neutral's watched us, they've said we probably deserve to win and they can't believe we're at the bottom. And opposition fans have been saying it most of the season, mm. and partly because when you get three points off somebody, it's a lot easier to say that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, even opposition managers have said it. Yeah. And the results have been freakish at best up to now. And I think this is the first time we've really been rewarded, uh, which is not to say that it couldn't have been, it could have been different yesterday because they did have some chances. And let's not pretend Swansea is shit. We haven't just scraped to win. This Swansea team, who were top of the league, are they're not a bad team. And they did look dangerous and they did defend quite well. In, like They're a decent side and we beat them. And that is good. Yes. Totally, totally. More of that sort of thing. Yeah, totally agree. And uh, what I thought was also just tremendous was uh, Nathan's post-match interview. Uh, mm-hmm. Not just for the calling the diamond a wonderful shape, but also <laughs> the um, the absolute fury in his voice. The kind of <laughs> right. If this is my last game, I'm taking Danny Bloody Murphy down with me. <laughs> and some of the radio people. Yes, and the radio people. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll make the oh. distinction in that podcast and not radio. So, good. Yep, he doesn't yeah, mean us. Yeah. No, he likes us. Yeah. He listens to us. He keeps repeating things we yes, say. Yes, that's true. <laughs> oh, Jonesy. Um, yes. God, I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. We're so fucking fickle. <laughs> Maybe, maybe the winning... I'm not. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. You're not. I am. I'm much yeah. more fickle. That's fine. Um, it... I, I, I don't consistently hate Nathan Jones. I, I, I actually like him. I really, really like him. He just got to a stage after the 10th game without a win. I was like, ah, damn. Please, to be please fair, don't make me wrong about this. Yeah, but to be fair, if if I if I'm sat here saying he's the best and I love him and whatever happens, we need to keep him. He's the best manager we've ever had. It's basically your job to come up with an alternative viewpoint. Yes. So you're excused. And it's hard to find. It's it's pretty easy to find an alternative viewpoint. <laughs> All things yeah. considered, uh, Badu and Dai uh, lifting oh. Nathan. I, someone, oh. please find us the footage. I'm, there must be a still photo if nothing else. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm begging. bloody hell. And Dai is just wonderful, isn't he? I mean, what an example of a player who's playing for this manager mm. when people were saying this week that he'd lost the dressing room. And I've, I mean, we, we've both said in recent weeks that we don't think that's the case and the players are playing for him. But for him to have come back from Turkey having not been sold and after what must have been an interesting conversation or two has just turned into just the best midfielder in the world. Is that excessive? Uh, Maybe a little. Possibly. Mm. Uh, but It's either him or a Tabo. He's in the top two. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can't really compare them to each other because they're different kinds of players. But I, I, I think I, I would kill for a photo or video of him running straight mm. off to the bench to give Jones that hug because I, I haven't cried yet today. <laughs> um, I was saying that the, the, the goal footage on that sort of long shot view where you just see him legging it across the frame from left to right yeah. is so pleasingly slapstick. <laughs> it's almost good enough. 
but yeah, I just want to see that. And oh, in in one, of, I can't remember which post match interview it was that I've watched. I've watched them all many times. But he, uh, Jones was saying that, and Dyer had said something to him a week that he'd never heard a footballer say, and then he just stopped short of saying what it was, which is a bit of a shame because I think that's my new favourite bromance. <laughs> um, or maybe that and Clucas and Hogan oh, seems to be blossoming. There was a lot of um, uh, very. Intimate male contacts after the uh, <laughs> after the winning goal. We'll, we'll put it that all over the park. Uh, two occasions on the pitch, and uh, probably a lot more in the stands as well. Uh, I don't know how many times you've seen the winning goal now. I've seen it at least fifty. Um, oh yeah, loads. More it's just they're just so happy. Look at him; they're all just happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it proves what we, we've been saying for a few weeks, though, that Lucas gives you that penetration from midfield. Oh. Dear, dear, absolutely smoked. Um, <laughs> and Hogan is like at, at the end, he's in tears, isn't he? Yeah, the, he's the on final whistle. He's only been on twenty minutes. Yeah, he's and that's like how many of these we we say these players aren't. I don't know. You, like so many of these players have given everything, uh, not just yesterday, but a, a lot of them have been sweating blood yes. for a few weeks. I've 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 never. Truly gone down the road of uh, the players don't give a shit. I I think that's mm. uh, very disingenuous. I think there is uh, a f- handful, a significant handful of players who have been shit, perhaps due to uh, <laughs> where they're playing on the pitch, James McLean, or um, kind of application more than uh, kind of effort. So I, I pointed out an instance in yeah. the Huddersfield game where we wanted to t- take a quick throw in, but none of our players were looking at it. No. That wasn't because they weren't trying hard enough. It was just they were just being a bit dozy, and that's what that's what we've been at times, just a bit dozy. And there's also players who are shit in the case of being shit, as in Tom Ince. But um, <laughs> he, he's he's the he's the new uh, figure of fun now. And we can let Sorry, we can let Joe Allen out of the uh, out of the cage. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you. you we we've been pretty strong mentally this season, I think, to keep mm. turning up. Do you? you but, I know what, yeah, I know what you mean. I, yeah, I mean the players, but I think us as well. Yes. Um, but the, I think it was a bit of just do or die and now or never about yesterday that just gave them that extra little bit. But let's be right, they aren't like you say. Hogan's on loan. They aren't sweating blood for the fans. No. So I mean, I'm not saying they don't have a connection to the fans, which will build over time. But they aren't. They aren't doing it for the fans who have been slagging them off half a season. They aren't doing it for a love of Stoke, where they've just moved to sort of thirty miles up the road and drive in a few days a week. They're doing. They're doing this for the manager. Yeah. Aren't they? Like yesterday, they were all doing. All that effort was for him, and I fucking love to see that. It's just brilliant. Yeah. Maybe. Good on them. Maybe we've hit on. Uh, the correct correct way to uh, actually win games now in that most of the time we usually take the lead and then find a way to murder ourselves <laughs> or maybe the uh, the trick is to let them have a goal in the first minute and then we have to come back and fight just give every team a one goal head start because I expected us to totally crumble after that first minute goal I thought hey up cricket scores on here mm-hmm. but you yeah, you're right. You're right. They they are playing for the manager and um, have, have the uh, reports of the death of Stoke City been greatly exaggerated? You know, again, too soon to say. To say. Um, <laughs> yeah. and it would I, be very Stoke if we sack him now. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Christ. I mean, I, I will be done, I think. But it would be a very stoic thing to do. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, mm. Like, I mean, there. sometimes the kind of conversations you have on Twitter can get a little bit toxic and people can kind of, like, kind of judge people based on their usernames rather than their uh, content of their opinions sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um but I would like to say two, maybe the two or three accounts that do genuinely seem to hate it, hate it when we win. In the words of a great rugby commentator, shove it up your arse. <laughs> Who's the greatest team in the world? Never mind anyone else. <laughs> I don't know who you mean. Is that Castleford guy? Hmm. <laughs> One for the teenagers. <laughs> oh, you just... Uh, what do you love to see, to- uh, Tony? What do you it. love to see? Yes! <laughs> Correct answer. See, I'm with, down with the kids. Th- this is what we love to see, and it is it. Right. <laughs> uh, we'll go uh, to some uh, questions from our listeners. God bless them. Both of um, them. Ben Locke, simple question. What do we do now? Uh, I'm... Pondering, running a bath. Um, oh, are you no, about, okay. are you about I, to listen I, to Stan Collymore? <laughs> yeah, then I'm going to watch the highlights again and then listen to the uh, post-match press conference four or five more times. Um, I think... I, ben was also, I think, asking, like, was he the one who said that he and a few others still feel a bit frustrated and angry? Yep. Because uh, I, I I don't know how to answer that really because I don't think well, as you've already said I don't think that much has changed and I think we've been playing well all season near enough um, if you look at it as compared to any other season anyway um, you can't play brilliantly in every single game I get that people have been frustrated but I've I've still been enjoying this season more than the past couple despite results because it's it's always to me look like we're doing something really good. And it's just a matter of time before that clicks. And if we can hold on until that happens, it will be amazing. And now I just hope this can be that foundation, please. Um, yeah. But yeah, so what we do now is, as Tom said a few weeks ago, and we keep doing exactly what we've been doing, apart from the mistakes and, and that. The bit yeah. where we're good, keep doing the good bit. Yeah. Um, yesterday was him playing the... F- the formation he wants to play, but just with more conviction about it, which has been my biggest mm. complaint all season long, of just not diamonding hard enough. <laughs> you know, just give give us give us the proper diamond. And yesterday was so. Having oh. said after Huddersfield that, uh, yeah, reluctantly Jones Jones should go, and I, I I still have my frustrations with how this season's gone. Absolutely with the fullback situation with. Uh, some of the game management uh, failures that we've had, um, even leaving leaving aside all the things to do with luck and so on, this was Nathan Jones all over this game. This this wasn't mm. as, as I said again. This wasn't a fluke. This was this was a well executed uh, performance that was tactically spot on. Now, whilst it would be very very stoked to sack him before the next game, which I think is in two weeks' time, isn't it, because of mm. internationals. Yeah. Whilst it would be stoked to do that and get in some, you know, uh, triceratops, 
what <laughs> what I think would be doubly frustrating about it was would be the sense of snuffing it out uh, at the first proper green shoot. Like <laughs> we've got like a scorched earth thing happening all season, but rather than uh, you know tearing it all up uh, in those first ten games, when we first see some some green shoots coming out this season in terms of points anyway to do it then would just smack of just kind of doziness on behalf of the the board if anything and I, I, I still I still get the people who, who say that they want him gone because absolutely look at where we are in the league but at least at least do it at a time that's not going to forestall momentum because that's just rank bad management it's it's bad timing, isn't it? You've you've got me picturing now Paul Hart as Wall E, just like harvesting this one green shoot and protecting it from Nathan Jones. I think I think to quote the man himself, the diamond is a wonderful shape if yes. you believe in it. Oh, so that's, that's such a Disney like um, <laughs> subtitle, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's just yeah. I mean, so like you say, the, there will be times where we don't go with that formation and we play one up front. And I trust him to do that at the right times. And I think some of the times he's done that already, it was probably the right thing to do. It just didn't work out. Mm. But I, yeah, the, the more we see of this, of of what happened yesterday, the better. And then that'll get everyone on side, and that'll make it a lot easier to do the other thing when he needs to. I guess. Absolutely. Uh, Adam Cope says, if he's still the manager, does Nathan Jones stick with the same starting eleven yesterday? Surely Hogan over Campbell for me. Um, don't call me Shirley, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I I would be inclined to stick with it. Uh, certainly, you don't want to upset the Apple car after the apples are actually there again. Analogy King over here. Um, yeah, I would probably stick with the same team and maybe consider or still using Hogan as the super sub because we saw in the game at Leeds in the League Cup how effective Campbell was at kind of running running defenders ragged from the start and I don't think he's as useful Campbell coming off the bench and trying to nick a goal for us um, so yeah that's a possibility but I also wouldn't be opposed to playing Hogan and Gregory uh, as he did against Derby which was kind of mm-hmm. our last effective attacking performance arguably uh, before it was the, probably the best I wouldn't say it was the only yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I'd argue with any of that. I can't see a reason to change anything particularly, although I wouldn't be really surprised to see some changes depending how some of the players are looking after they've exerted themselves on the international stage because, you know, bound to lose a table and, and and die to international injuries or something and Joe Allen will come back shining like like he's just had two weeks off. Mm. Uh, interesting question from Gareth. Was Swansea our best performance of the season or just the best result? Uh, well, it was obviously the best result, but what, <laughs> how did it rank in terms of performances this season? That's a really, really good question, isn't it? I don't know, to be honest. I think it's both. I, I can't think of a game where we played better than that for a full 90 minutes. I think that also the, the context has to be taken into account as well mm. to produce that performance <laughs> in those circumstances was uh, double, doubly impressive, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we've we had um, some good spells in games and, and some like times we look really, really good. Uh, 
like for the first forty minutes or so against Nottingham Forest, uh, we I think mm-hmm. that was the best I I'd seen us play all season. But we'd never had a you know full complete ninety minute performance, which I think this was. Uh, so, Ignoring the first minute where we yeah, had a goal, eight, an eighty-nine <laughs> yeah. minute performance. Yeah. I keep forgetting that happened. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it feels so long ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I just, I don't want to kind of analyze this game to death too much because I just want to enjoy the fact we won. Yeah. Um, but geez, yeah, I just forgotten. I just forgotten what it felt like and whether it is like that's it and we lose at home to Fulham and Jones goes I'm just glad we had this I'm I'm glad he I'm glad because just on a kind of human level how shit he must have felt after that Huddersfield game and how broken (laughs) he looked and then to have that to have that back even if it just proves to be a small thing in the long run. I'm just, I'm so chuffed for him. I think we've got three. We've got Fulham, Sheffield Wednesday, and then Millwall. Nine points in, in the space them. of two weeks. Well, I, th- I was going to say, I think if we get two out of three of them, mm. that's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tom Throw is not here to properly explain this, but uh, <laughs> look, I'm looking at the uh, Championship XG table, and. Uh, yes, yes. As as uh, no, uh, okay. this is from EFL stats. Ah, okay. Um, and yes, you people will scoff at XG and, and turn it off, but we have been underperformed. But but it's not just like a, a statistical thing. We we could see it as well. We could see yeah. how much we were underperforming in front of goal and let and letting in way more than we actually had faced. In our own goal, we could just see that happening on the pitch. Mm. So it's not like it's some made-up number. It's not like someone's like pulled this figure out of their ass. It's just it's just backing up with data what we could see happening on the pitch. So I, yeah. I know XG has its detractors, but this isn't like some freaky uh, maths anomaly. This table has a seventh. We are underperforming uh, our XG by seventeen. Yeah, um, it, but by but by contrast, Brentford are the next uh, lowest underachieving team with minus twelve. <laughs> like, if, if we convert the chances we should score, and we don't let in the ones we shouldn't, we're seventh right now, as opposed to bottom of the league. I know football doesn't work like that, and I know I feel I I sound like the worst kind of Jones apologist or to give him his proper name, Tom Thrower. Um, (laughs) But he's just been so fucking unlucky. It's ridiculous. It's It's absolutely mad. Like you say, it's it's literally, XG is trying to find a way to measure the unmeasurable things that we don't that we see but can't really put numbers around yeah and following on from your attempt to be tom thrower i was looking at infogol mm-hmm. <laughs> earlier and they have us on have us in second after yesterday mm. based on all those lovely lovely stats uh, i did see maybe this is why people hate xg then because <laughs> yeah. no one can make their mind up well there is some variance i'm sure but efl stats had us in the top 
the top team for XG yesterday, even beating Preston, who won yeah. 5-1. I think we were second for shots on target and in the top five for pretty much everything else. Yeah. So, yeah. In fairness, two of our best shots on target did come immediately before we scored. Uh, scored yeah. both goals. Um, but, yeah, we just look... Uh, we just look so threatening. A Tebo is going to score an absolute howitzer one of these days. I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah. he, he's just slowly getting his eye in. He's, he's absolutely fancying taking the roof off the net uh, from a distance absolutely. of about 1,000 yards one of these days. Um, <laughs> he's, he's like a good Charlie Adam. No, that, that, yes. one, that, that one that pinged off that kid's head. He didn't know where it had gone, did he? The defender. It just like yeah. bounced right off the top of his head and it was it turned out to be very effective defending. Yeah. But it was funny to see yeah. him a bit dazed for a second. How could Hood right, okay, here's a, a kind of negative Yay. Uh, viewpoint. Yeah, sorry. How could Huddersfield have been that shit? Because we saw in Forest that we can play really, really well. And we did, up until the point we customarily effed it up, stoked it up. Um, and yesterday we saw a fantastic performance. How then can the Huddersfield game have been so absolutely diabolical? Uh, well, I, we didn't. We have. I mean, I'm going to be a very low rent Tom Fro now, and say I think we had 18 shots and they had four, which is yeah. admittedly less scientific than XG, but it is. A, it's one of the original BBC measurables, and it's mm-hmm. the one that we always like. If you haven't seen the game and you want to get a kind of feel for how it was, you look at how many shots you had, and we lost, which obviously makes it bad, and it wasn't the most cohesive performance but like we said about Joe Allen having an alright game it, we I don't think we were I don't think it was a bad performance we just didn't win it wasn't good enough for what yeah, we yeah. needed on Def- Tuesday de- definitely not good enough they they parked the bus and absolutely did a number on us they did an old fashioned stoke on us yeah but we looked very very blunt <laughs> against the parked mm. bus I don't know what the kind of analogy is for is it move, Is it towing the bus away did we not correctly hook Hook the toe onto the bus. I saw I saw a video on Twitter where there was it looked like a you know those little baggage handling trucks that you get at airports that take yeah. the stuff to the plane. One of them had sort of lost control and was just going spinning around in a circle, <laughs> and it was sort of getting ever nearer to the plane. And then somebody comes along in a forklift and just stops it. So I guess that's maybe us spinning around with a load of bags, but not quite getting to the plane. Yeah, that's as yeah. close to a bus analogy as I can think. Of. Yeah. And again, there we uh, the kind of the biggest uh, fury in terms of tactics came uh, from the fact that we didn't have two strikers on the pitch at any one point. Um, like, wait, was Hogan not even on the bench for the Huddersfield game? I don't think he was, and there That's was some so strange. Wasn't there some discussion of an internal matter that will be kept internal? Oh yeah. Oh God, I wish I it's could been such a long week, hasn't it? Yeah, it's Jeez. ridiculous. I mean, it's it's like a handful of days ago. What happened a handful of days ago? What happened uh, yesterday? I can't even remember what happened yesterday. Scott Hogan's gone from one internal matter to another. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> um, no, I've, I've, yeah, no, OK. So our XG against Huddersfield, we were 1.8 and they were 0.8. So, right. so we, we probably should have won. Bollocks. Oh, we definitely should have won. And we mm-hmm. had... Yeah, we had 11 shots to their three, according to InfoGoal. Thanks, InfoGoal. I feel much better. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we but, just yeah. we we didn't seem. I didn't. Th- I didn't think we seemed particularly like scoring, despite having like couple of decent chances. I didn't think. I didn't think we were gonna really trouble them because they'd uh, seem to read us pretty well. Um, but anyway, who cares about that? That was that was the old Stoke. That was before <laughs> two up front, Bruno at left back, Joe Allen is good against Stoke. Yay! Ah, oh, happy days, oh. happy days. Um, that's it. I think I just want to enjoy the rest of my weekend now. Have you got anything more you want to uh, say about Stoke City Football Club, best team in the world? I don't. I, 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 well, I could probably do another hour of just saying that I like Nathan Jones, but I don't think it'd be very entertaining for anyone apart from me. Yeah, we do have the issue of the uh, the the closing. Goodbye, the thing to say. Oh, because path, yeah. last la- last time I just said Stoke in a kind of question mark, but that we had the Huddersfield game before that, which was the immediate defeat. Mm. But but then has the Swansea game. Maybe I think the trick was there was no podcast between uh, <laughs> Huddersfield and Swansea, so there was no opportunity for us to curse it. So we've definitely lost the. F- Fulham game now, so I do apologise. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, uh, uh, yeah. Oh well. Oh well. I'll I'll, I'll, imp- I'll improvise it. Um, yes. Thank you very much for listening to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Hope you have enjoyed your weekend. Uh, I definitely have. Uh, if you want to help support the show, it's patreon.com forward slash Wizards of Drivel. If you want a free case of craft beer, go to beer52.com forward slash wizards and get on some uh, lovely hoppy boys uh, and toast uh, Scott Hogan, Sam Clucas, Peter Tabo, Bado and Die, yes, even Joe Allen this week, and especially raise a glass to Nathan Jones. Go on, Stoke!